My name is Dan Markham. I'm here with my co-host, Bob Wilson. Bob, how are you doing today? Good, Dan. This is pretty exciting. Our first podcast. Yeah, we haven't even figured out the title yet. No. Um, in fact, we want to do that on the air and come up with something that uh, that might be able to catch people's interest. So that way we could, I don't know. Why do we want to do that, Bob? I don't know, but I was thinking of Beautiful Feet from Romans 10. It talks about faith comes by hearing and stuff like that. Well, stuff like that, I, I, I do believe people might come up with, people might misinterpret it and think we're a bunch of freaks. Well, we were just playing foosball the other day off duty, and uh, we both like foosball, so Beautiful Feet can apply to us as well as the Romans 10 passage, it, which says faith comes by hearing, mm-hmm. but how are people to hear without a preacher, and how are they to hear without uh, no one to believe? That's, that's, you're talking about a different thing. The passage that says it is how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Yeah, it's part of that passage. Yeah, I don't know about Beautiful Feet. I... Not a fan. Um, what about beautiful F-E-A-T? Like evangelization is this great undertaking, a great accomplishment if you actually show up and do it. Beautiful feet? Yeah, beautiful feet. F-E-A-T? You're right. Never mind. It's stupid. It's stupid. How about train wreck? Let's go with train wreck well, for was, the name of this podcast. How's that this is, Well, it's just we're not doing too well. It <laughs> doesn't sound like it. Uh, okay, we'll keep that on the table. Maybe we'll think of that one. Um, <laughs> something something Catholic, though. we got to have, uh, have uh, evangelization or... Evangelists or got Catholic in there somewhere. Um, what, what's another Bible verse that might, might be appropriate for this? Some, the Great Commission. Yeah, go and go and make disciples. That's right. Disciple Makers podcast. That may be good. Yeah. Uh, so the topic is evangelization and Catholicism and Christianity and why you should be Catholic. And what is the purpose of this podcast? Maybe that'll help us come up with something. Right. Yeah. So the purpose of the podcast is. Uh, what I forget. What was it? We talked well, we want to encourage people to evangelize. And nobody's really good at it, so you don't have to worry about, you know, being a superstar. Out no there. good evangelists. God doesn't need our performance. That's what he we can, can call ourselves. He can. What'd you say? No good evangelists. No. Because it's like, because it's like, first of all, it's kind of funny, self-deprecating humor. Okay. We're a bunch of no good evangelists out here. There are a couple of no good evangelists, and. And also, it's like. No one is good but God alone. You know, there's a Bible verse about that. So it's like we all, we all, all right. recognizing that we're not very good at this. All right. I like it. But I also like it. we got like it's about there's not a lot of good evangelists out there. And we're trying to make that we're trying to change that. Yeah. So that's I, why we're here. You want to go with that? Sure. Yeah. For now, anyway. Let's yeah. Just... All right. Welcome to No Good Evangelists, a Catholic podcast. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Bob Wilson. Why do we got to reintroduce ourselves? Didn't we already do that? Yeah. All right, we're no good evangelists. <laughs> okay. G.K. Chesterton said, it reminds me of a quote I often quote in, when I'm talking to people, like church groups and stuff. He says, if anything is worth doing... It's worth doing badly. That's right. I actually heard that first from Scott Hahn in his Rome Sweet Rome book. Rome Sweet Home? That's the one. All right, so we're going to tell you a little bit about ourselves so that we can get this off the ground. Um, Bob, uh, t- who are you? Well, I'm a cradle Catholic. Um, I quit going to church as soon as my mom made me quit going. She got tired of fighting with me. Uh, I grew up in altar boy. I grew up going to mass, but I didn't get much out of it. So as soon as she quit making me go as part of uh, the house rule, I quit going. I didn't get anything out of it. Um, I just thought about the football games that were coming up later in the day and stuff like that, and the Tiger games and looking at girls. I didn't get anything out of it, so it was boring to me. Eventually, I decided to quit, and then I had basically a midlife crisis brought on, pan- brought on by panic and anxiety. I was freaked out about not existing after I died, and then I 
struggled with mental health issues and eventually God saved me from those. And so now I want to share the good news with everybody I can. How did, hang on, that's a, that's a little bit interesting. You say you had anxiety. Was that something you experienced as a young, as a young kid too? Yeah, absolutely. But when you're young, you're able to put those things out of your head because you don't, you don't think, think about death. You're young. You know, you think you're going to live forever. But once you turn 30, 40, it starts creeping up on you. Your body starts going over the edge and you start to become not as, you know, healthy as you used to be. And so, yeah, I started to freak out about not existing. I couldn't put it off any longer. As a young kid, you can do that. But when you get older, it's like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a. Uh, I've always been a faithful Catholic, also cradle Catholic. But um, you know, I've I've gone to mass every Sunday all my life. Um, pretty into into stuff like the rosary and um, the Bible. My I have early memories include my parents sitting uh, all of their kids. I have three siblings down on the couch and reading Bible stories to us. Um, pretty faithful family. Go um, as I, all through my childhood. Uh, I've never really fallen away from the church, so. I guess I, uh, you, you talk about struggling with the idea of death. It's not, it's not something I've ever struggled with. Um, go, growing up with a strong faith in Jesus and the afterlife and all that stuff, I don't even really think of death as a, as a real thing. It's like just just putting down this body and getting you're going off in spirit land. Yeah. And it doesn't even seem like that big of a deal once you're, to me. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. as I stand right now, I'd rather be dead. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, that might make and a lot of people Jesus, angry. Right? Yeah, I mean, absent from the body. Present with the Lord, right? Yeah, maybe we could be like, no living evangelists would be the title of the show. <laughs> be like, I know. If I, if I ever went to therapy and I said that, they'd put me under a psych, psychiatric watch. You can't say things like that. You're suicidal. But no, it's just the recognition that I'd rather be with the Lord. And now I have that really, you know, tight relationship, I think. I want to be with him. I don't want, you know, I don't want this world where there's all kind of pain and growing old and dying and, you know, family members, you know, you know got to, it's just, you know. You can make sense, right? You'd rather be with the Lord. Sure. I don't. I don't know though. I don't plan to die. I I figure the world's coming to a close. Not everybody is going to uh, is going to die. Some some of them are going to still be around when the end of time happens. I plan to be one of those folks. Do you think that the end Jesus is coming back before you die? Honestly, I don't think he's not. I mean, if you had to bet, if I had to bet, I wouldn't bet. <laughs> if you had no. to bet, here, I got a gun to your head. Either you say Jesus will be back or you're going to die before he comes back. You'd say. I'm not going to bet. So if you pull right, the trigger, gonna, I guess I am going to play die. this game. <laughs> no, I, I refuse to I bet. You would die over that? You would say, kill me? I'm not going to play? Yeah. Why would you just bet? Because I don't like to. It's not like you're wagering anything. Well, I, no, I, you're wagering whether you, you're wagering your. It's just what I'm just trying to get you to say what you think. You think he's going to come back? But I, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't have a thought about it, that. I would bet I'm 99% sure that I'm going to die before he comes back. Just the feeling okay. I get. There's no empirical evidence or anything. Well, it's, I don't. I just don't like to say things that I don't have evidence for. So. But Okay, but do you think he's going to come back before you die? No, but I don't think he's not either. Okay, cool. Let's move on. All right, cool. So um, one of the things that we're going to do on this podcast is we're going to try to be funny. We're going to try to bring comedy back. Um, yeah. yeah right? Why are we going to do that, Bob? I hear a lot of comedians talk about the PC culture and they can't even go onto college campuses anymore because everything they say is going to be offensive and somebody's going to complain and everybody's triggered and all this, that, and the other thing. We're not going to play that game. No, You we're can't even play- say the phrase, you people, anymore. 
It doesn't matter who you're talking about. You can't even say the two words, you people, together, because that makes you some sort of a bigot. You kind of sound angry, Bob. It is. It's frustrating. I mean, give me a break. We think the world is a joke, so we're going to laugh at it. It is. Yeah. And if you want to protest us, go ahead. We're here in Warren, Michigan. And if you want to boycott us, see us in Little Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're actually um, thinking about uh, reclaiming the word PC. Yeah, so that's right. Politically correct is uh, is is stupid. So we're instead we're gonna go with um, what were we gonna go with? We're just gonna say we're politically correct because we're right. Right, including about politics. Yeah, so. whatever we say on the show is probably right. We're not gonna get into politics, but if we did, we're gonna be right. Yeah. So we just you start with being correct, and when it comes to politics, you just keep doing it. That's right. Politically we're correct. all about the truth. The truth shall set you free. Amen. 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 All right. Can't even practice that. Didn't even need to, man. We were, we're doing this. We may not be good evangelists, but some of us know the Bible. Um, every Christian should see evangelization as their ultimate duty. That's right. I remember reading a quote by Spurgeon, who was a Christian, might have been a Calvinist or something, but he, but he said, every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter. What do you his, think of that? His name was Spurgeon? Spurgeon, yeah. wonder what his... Uh, there's got to be a joke in there somewhere. Well... Spurgeon General. What do you think of the quote? What was it? Every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter. A missionary or an imposter. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true because Jesus said you got to evangelize. So if you're not, then you're not doing what he said. If you're, you're not acting like a Christian. I mean, think about it. It makes sense. If, uh, if you have the, the, the cure which is a person, which is God, if you have that cure, if you know him, and he's got the cure to sin and hell, and you don't share it with somebody who doesn't, I mean, how little do you have to care about somebody? If I had the cure for something, I'd probably sell it. I'd be like, no, you can't have it for free. I'm going to sell it, and then uh, I'll make, you know, some money. Yeah, it doesn't work. Doesn't work, like, doesn't work like that with this, because you can either serve God or serve money. you got to pick your who you're going to serve. Well, let's come up with a different analogy. So I'd say what we're, the reason why it's important to evangelize is because we're in a situation where everybody's walking off a cliff, mm. and we're just sort of watching them. If you don't evangelize, you're not stopping people from walking off the cliff. Yeah, would you do that? You would never no, do that. No, you've got a responsibility. If you've you're you got a house on the edge of a cliff and you see people walking toward the cliff, you've got a responsibility to like put up a fence or something so they don't fall off. And they don't know it's there, and they're walking, and they don't think they're going to fall. Well, even if they did, you still should tell them there's a, there's a <laughs> precipice there. Yeah, that's true. Right. You should, you've got a responsibility to put up something to help people not, not fall off. You're not only not a Christian, you're a rotten son of a gun if you don't do it. Right. We may not be PC on this, but we aren't going to cuss. So <laughs> rotten son of a gun will do. Rotten son of a gun is as bad as it's going to get, probably. If not, no, let's just leave it at that. It's, it won't get worse than that. We don't like PC, but we don't like swearing either. Bob, who says evangelization is a duty? Who says we have to do it? Well, I just use the common sense. Beyond that, I would say Jesus said it in the Great Commission. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, teaching them everything that I have told you, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I don't know, Bob. Uh, well, okay, so let's say that I'm uh, uh, Billy Bob Catholic, and I'm not very good at it. I'm not a good evangelist yet. So I say, I don't have to do all this evangelization stuff. When Jesus says, go forth and make disciples, all I got to do is be a good person. And then if people see that, 
that'll be that's my evangelization. All I got to do is be good, and people will see it and let my light shine. You know? How are they gonna know you're Catholic? Maybe you're Muslim. Maybe you're an atheist. Well, at least I've shared the gospel, though. Jesus didn't say you got to say it's Catholic. What do you mean? <laughs> right? You've shared the gospel. Sure. What'd like you... all I did was be good. That's the gospel, right? No. I mean, I'm, this is Billy Bob Catholic who's not a good evangelist yet. No, that's not the gospel. People need to know the truth because the truth sets you free. And the truth is God loves you. We screwed it up through sin, but he loves us too much to leave us like that. Jesus sent his son to die on the cross to atone for our sins. And he established the Catholic Church to well, teach us what we need to know and to give us the grace well, the power me, though, to live it out. If I say you're, you're saying that I have to actually go out and evangelize, Bible doesn't say that. Where, where are you getting that? All, all, all you've got so far is you have to make disciples, but you can do that without preaching the gospel. Right? Well, Jesus, didn't he say something in the Bible about, um, he said something about if you um, love me, no, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And he said, yeah, you got that one. If you, I think the one you're going for is uh, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my father. But if you confess me, then I'll confess you. Yeah. Is that the... Is that the one I'm thinking of? I, that's the one I was thinking of. I don't know. <laughs> he said, hang on a second. What did he say? He said, love your neighbor. He said something about listening to the church, didn't he? Yeah, that was one of the things he said. He said in uh, Matthew 18, verse 17, he says, uh, whoever does not listen to the church, treat him as a heathen or a tax collector. Right. And so he established a church, an authoritative church. And he said, if you hear them, you'll hear me. That was another verse. That, yeah, that was that's in Luke ten verse sixteen. But that's another one where he says, "Listen to the church." So yeah, he when he says, if, "If they hear, if they hear you, they're going to hear me." And he's speaking to the apostles, right? Right. In, in the Catholic Church, we have the successors to those apostles. Let me help you out, Bob. So what you're saying is, Jesus said, "Listen to the church." The church says, "You got to evangelize." Therefore, you got to evangelize. That's right. Thank you, Danny. That's why I got you on this <laughs> side of the. Okay, so that, that, that takes it one step further. Where does the church say you got to evangelize? Well, in the Catechism, paragraph 1816, says uh, service of and witness to the faith are necessary for salvation. Service of and witness to? Well, yeah. I can do that just by feeding the hungry, Bob. That's part of the faith. I don't have to go preach. Okay. Well, listen. Read it in context, right? <laughs> no, that's not all, it's not all it says. Service of and witness to. It also says professing the faith. That's right. And what does profess mean? Declaring it openly. With your mouth. With Yes, not as opposed to like your armpit. That's right. You got to use your mouth. You got to open your mouth, people. Right. Yeah. So that's what the catechism says. Church says do it. Jesus says listen to the church. He also said, you know, go event, go make disciples of all nations. So he also said all these other things. Um, you know, he who hears you hears me is uh, you can't really, if you're not saying anything, then they're not really hearing Jesus, are they? So yeah. there you go. Um, all right. So that's the, that's the topic of this podcast. And uh, we figured out a title. What so. is it again? No Good Evangelists. No Good Evangelists. With Bob and Dan. Yeah, with Bob and Dan. What do you think so far? Train wreck. <laughs> you sure you don't want to call it the train wreck with Bob and Dan? <laughs> we'll find out next episode. Well, listen, it's all about making the effort, and God will use your effort to evangelize. And that's what we're doing with this podcast. We want to make it easier for you to evangelize. And we're going to look like fools during this podcast. We don't care. Yeah, Jesus didn't say you have to do it really well. Just yeah. you got to do it. He needs your effort. He needs your obedience. He he'll needs bless your it. love. He'll fix, he'll and fix he'll it. He'll bless up. it, right? And you get better as you go along. I'm sure our next podcast isn't going to be this hideous. Well, we're gonna we're both going to be on it, so we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe it will. But the third, fourth, fifth, we're always going to get better. The point is, 
We're going to get better at it. We've got to keep trying. What do you want to end this podcast on, Bob? I just want to encourage you to try, start, um, whether it's start being more intentional about it in your prayer life, go to adoration, say, Lord, prepare me to do it, but get ready. The world's dying. We've got to start moving. We've got to start proclaiming the truth of Jesus and his church. It's, it's, we're in a desperate straits. My final thought for this one is going to be the title of a book I once read. I forget who wrote it, but it was about a guy who wanted to be a priest. And he said, why do you want to be a priest? And he made it the title of his book, To Save a Thousand Souls. And that's what our mission here is. So those are my final thoughts. Thank you for listening in to No Good Evangelists with Bob and Dan. Yeah, well, you got that right. We'll see you next time.